Global Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet, the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ, all advancing. The Dow and S&P trading at records. Let's head right over to the first word breaking news desk for today's afternoon call. Here he is, Bill Maloney. And good afternoon, Charlie. As you said, stocks are climbing today as the S&P 500 hits a record high. Dow is currently higher by 90 points. S&P is gained 12 with a NASDAQ climbs 40. The small cap 600 is up three points in the U.S. 10-year yield at 2.32%. Ten of the main 11 SB sectors are trading higher, led by gains in real estate technology and consumer staples. Only financials fell. NASA Biotech's rise to transports jump 44. Semis outperform rise 12. And the VIX is down by 2.6%. Leaders to the upside in the Dow are Walmart, Microsoft, and DuPont, while J.P. Morgan, Goldman Sachs, and Home Depot Led to the downside. In other news, Sprint surged intraday and reports the company held investment talks with Warren Buffett and John Malone. And NetApp rose as much as 6%, was added to the conviction buy list at Goldman Sachs. And CyberArk fell as much as 19% after cutting his forecast. Live from the first breaking news desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Charlie? Okay, thank you very much, Bill Maloney. Have a great weekend. And to hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg type S-Q-U-A-W-K squawk on your terminal. I'm Charlie Pellet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you very much, Charlie Pellet. You are listening to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. going deep into tech right now. We're going deep into AI, in fact, with none other than Mandik Singh, who is, of course, a Bloomberg intelligence industry analyst. We've got a great piece out on how embedded AI could be a growth opportunity for software vendors. Mandik, talk us through it. So are we going to be saying, hey, Google, hey, Alexa, at work as well as at home? Exactly. So you look at Everything around us, be it mobile applications, devices, uh, even vehicles now, I think the way AI is going to be used more and more is it's going to be embedded in the form of a recommendation system, an image recognizing system, so digital assistance. And, and companies that are not doing it run the risk of really losing favor with their clients. And, and uh, I think that's what we are trying to highlight, that AI market, the way it's going to evolve is it's going to get embedded in pretty much everything around us. Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's interesting, um, uh, the, the notion of the developments, but I, are, where are we seeing this that we maybe not realize AI is happening so right now? Bo- yeah, so both on the platform and the application side. So... On the platform side, what we saw when we did this deep dive is the cloud vendors, so your Amazon, Microsoft, Google, the hyperscale vendors, they have an advantage because for this AI stuff to work, for uh, developers to you know write new applications, you need cloud. So on the platform side, cloud guys have an advantage. On the application side, you have companies like Salesforce and Microsoft that have tons of data that they have collected around from their enterprise applications. And that's where they can develop, you know, new AI uses using that data. So both on the platform and application side, you're going to see more of embedded AI. The numbers are pretty amazing. You're saying the total AI market may reach $46 billion through 2020. How are you getting to these sorts of numbers? And and is this a net contribution in terms of GDP? Who's coming up with all of it? 
Yeah, so a lot of the growth is coming from IT spending being directed from, you know, the maintenance use cases. So earlier, companies were spelling, uh, spending, you know, billions of dollars just in terms of maintaining their IT systems. What they're trying to do now is cut those maintenance costs, cut those, you know, keep the lights on kind of spending and invest in these AI projects. So AI, just to put it in context, is still a very small market. It's $8 billion, whereas cloud is $100 billion. But then when you, to, from eight to 46, that is correct in five years. So it's uh, a kager of 50% for the next five years. And uh, most of the growth is coming from, you know, applications and platforms. So companies that are exposed to the trend have, you know, these secular growth drivers. Are there enough developers out there to do this stuff? <laughs> Great question, and and that's where the problem is. Thank you. That's is. my job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I I think that's where uh, companies are finding it hard, and they have to poach talent just to make sure that they are at the forefront of development. But you know, there are so many areas. That's the beauty of AI that you could pick any industry, and AI can have a profound impact on that. So a lot of it could be organic. If you have the domain knowledge, you can teach the developers uh, how they can, you know, uh, develop their AI's kind of skills. But uh, that is a problem, and that's the kind of the risk to the growth forecast. What's interesting, Mandy, is uh, you mentioned the forms that this can take, voice-based digital assistance, recommendation systems, chatbots, image recognition. Firstly, explain to us how in the workplace we're all going to have voice assistance. Just, uh, is it going to become a cacophony of noise or is this as we all get more flexible and working from home? But also chatbots, this is something we've, we've heard spoken about for several years but didn't, hasn't quite taken off in the way that certainly perhaps Facebook would have liked. Sure. So we think voice is going to be the new UI. So think of your website, you know, how you interact with the screen. Now the voice space assistance, and it's going to be a sweeter voice, so it won't be a noise. Uh, and, and you can, you know, interact with it in a way where it's, it's easy, it can understand your habits, and it's just uh, very seamless. So we are getting to that stage, and you will realize with the driverless car and how the car connectivity can really enhance that experience. I, I, I think we are getting there. But when it comes to, you know, just uh, embedding these systems around us, I think what you need is essentially uh, uh, incremental steps, and that's what the companies are taking in terms of, you know, introducing these kind of technologies. Uh, I think recommendation systems is a great example of what Amazon and Netflix did with enhancing the user experience. Not every company is thinking of how I can learn from my user habits and recommend stuff to them. So that's the kind of incremental functionality uh, you're going to see around. It seems to me the real opportunity is going to be an enterprise software opportunity where someone's company is going to figure out how other companies can implement stuff simply because writing it from scratch is just going to be too much. Exactly, yeah. I mean, uh, it's uh, a lot of the AI development is open source. So but you are seeing a lot of collaboration when it comes to just developing new applications, and there's a lot of re- reusability. So you don't have to write those, uh, you know, underlying frameworks again, the TensorFlow uh, framework that Google has open source, uh, a lot of the stuff that NVIDIA has open source. And I think those are the kind of things that really uh, expedite the development of new applications. Wow. So much money to be made, so much future to be seen when it comes to AI. Fascinating stuff. Mandeep Singh, of course, of Bloomberg Intelligence Industry Analyst. I urge the Bloomberg Terminal user to go out and check out his latest piece. Corey. 
Absolutely. Um, it's, it's, we're seeing it all over the place. I'll tell you, it's all anyone talks about here in Silicon Valley. It's certainly the case. Mm-hmm. All right, listen to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio. Corey Johnson and Caroline Hyde in for Carol Masters. This is Bloomberg. <laughs> 